Why, hello, and welcome to session 19 of Murmurs at the Abyss in Call of Cthulhu 7th edition. I am your keeper, Stu, and we have players. Uh, if you're talking, your mic is muted. Is someone talking? All right, I'm doing it. I'm hey, in. Dave. <laughs> I'm Dave. Oh, there we go, sorry. <laughs> Start over. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I had, the, I had the wrong unbutton. Un- <coughs> ah. <laughs> well, I can start again. Go ahead. I just said I'm Dave. So, I'm Dave! Hey! Um, I'm super excited to be back to play this and see what kind of horrificness we encounter. Because <laughs> I feel like we're building up to something horrible. So, that's going to be great. Um, I'll be playing Dmitry Tupolev. Uh... Once Russian army recruit, injured in combat, and now all the way across the world in America to attempt to save everything. And I have a salary. Like, I'm getting paid by a university now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to cover for Tesla. <laughs> yep. Okay. like this group does not lie small. When we lie, we lie real big. <laughs> well, I mean, no one's going to believe that Einstein got his guts eaten out by a yogurt dog. Yeah, well, you know, now that you mention it that way. Uh, but anyways, my name is Jim, and I'm playing Isidore Holtzman, who is thoroughly insane, actually, uh, in that he believes he's now a crusader for light, and that God has chosen him to smite down evil in uh, this uh, rapidly climaxing game that I'm looking forward to seeing what's going on. I'm Tyler. I'm playing... Um, you know, I actually can't remember because there was a discrepancy the first time I played, and I, have, I don't remember which one I wrote. I have Melvin Tanker. See, I have I have the file name for my character sheet says Melvin, but the character sheet says Marvin. So it's uh, let's go with Melvin. Melvin Tanker. Uh, and uh, I've just been hired to drive these guys around. I am Pooja, and I'm playing Camilla Greenwald. Currently not insane, which is a nice break from being real insane for a real long time. <laughs> but also a librarian. I should suppose I should start doing my job again now that we're back at the university. Oh, wait, we're not. We no. left. We went to U- we went to DZ. Never mind. I, I listened to the last no half hour of the game to kind of remember where things were. Would someone like to recap what happened the last time we played two and a half months <laughs> ago? It was August thirtieth. The last time we played. Oh wow! <laughs> Part of that was planned hiatus, I think. Part of it wasn't. No, it's, uh, well, I'm on three different <laughs> diabetes medications now. And it seems to be under control. Maybe. I hope. Oh, it's hope. Fingers crossed. <laughs> uh, last session, we got back to the university. We set up Tesla as Einstein. Wait, wait, before visiting- we, we go on and uh, finish our recap, uh, I think our main recapper hasn't introduced themselves. Or am I am I nuts? 
Dave introduced himself nope. first. Oh, okay. I did. Never mind. Dave introduced himself twice. Oh, I'm Dave. <laughs> Three times the charm. <laughs> That's going to be my thing now, once in a while. I'll be like a Pokemon. I just say my own name. Is this the shiny one? <laughs> Dave. Dave, Dave, Dave. What you do? Uh, <laughs> Shutting up now. So, yeah. uh, so uh, we set up... Uh, Tesla as Einstein to get him the money and the facility and the space he needs to try and rebuild his machine. Uh, I'm his erstwhile assistant, so I'm getting paid for the first time ever, and that's awesome. Um, we then journeyed into the city, and we ended up at the Sugar Cane Club, mm-hmm. where we met Melvin who had some transportation that seemed pretty reliable and uh, seemed like he was a pretty good sport for uh, dealing with all of the horrendous things that we end up dealing with. Uh, Yeah, he seems really kind of non... not really affected by a lot of this. He's like, yeah, okay. It's it's he, he, his resiliency is amazing. <laughs> um, and then we ended up journeying down to DC. You were following Pierce uh, Murray. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we had the. Uh, we had the information that he was probably there and some kind of plot, because he's the one-armed guy, right? One-handed guy? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we got well, down... I don't, yeah, I don't know if you've seen him. He is, but I don't know if you've seen him yet. Have you? Yes, we have. Oh, you have. Okay. Yeah. We broke into his room and we found a, a rifle pointed at the White House, and then we... Uh, did something with that. I think we stole uh, it. No, yeah, we stole it, and we saw him complaining to the hotel management about how he lost something very valuable that he needed for his work. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Oh, and there was a card in his bag from Dr. Kistler. Um, yes. We trashed that. the room to make it look like, like it was a regular robbery, as opposed to a very specific we followed you here <laughs> and have been following you for months robbery. We got, two, we got the rooms on either side of Pierce's he came back and he was like, how how dare you let this happen? And also, I need to stay in this room. Um, and then Dimitri suggested we follow him to suss out his accomplices. And Isidore dreamed of the hotel, but it was empty and he woke us all up. I set up a ward across, across Pierce's door and we passed the rest of the night uneventfully. Uh, no, I have the date as July 26th. That concurs with what my journal tells me. Excellent. So, um, early in the morning, uh, you do, uh, your, your ward wakes you up. Does it just wake up the caster or does it wake up anyone in it? I don't remember. I think it's the caster. It makes sense that it would just be the caster. Okay. So you like whoop, wake up, and uh, there's someone knocking—not on your door, but on on uh, uh, Pierce Murray's door. 
Okay. And you hear a and someone is probably listening still in the other room because I, you guys had like a glass against the wall, so I, I don't remember who would have been on the the last person to do that. Uh-uh. I'm the. Uh, I know I, I, I fell asleep. I remember that. I'll say it was Melvin. Marvin? No. Melvin. 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 Okay. So you can hear... Uh, he's awake. You can hear him. He's kind of walking around. And uh, then you kind of hear some, like, thumping noises. And... Uh, the last crack. Okay, throw it away. Where did I throw it? it? You can put it in that trash can right behind you there in the corner. No, put it in that one right there. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, um, There's a spider in there. That's okay. <laughs> um, no. Okay, so you hear some, like, some, uh, some thumping noises, <clears throat> and he's, do- he's, he's clearly doing something. And it, it it is like I don't know, maybe like minutes away from dawn. I mean, the the sky is light at this point, but you can hear a, a little bit of exertion, and then uh, make a who who is it? It's Melvin. Make a listen. Yeah. <coughs> Melvin, Melvin, Melvin. I don't think that's a good skill. I got a 94. Oh my goodness. Uh, Can I also make one? Since my ward would have woken me, and I think I would have been like, Sure. What are you up to, criminal man? Yep. And. Sweet. My sweet, sweet listening librarian skills. 62 under 72. Oh, good. Okay. Um, uh, He's opened his window. Um, kind of sounds like he, maybe he's cr- climbing out of it. Oh. Can I peek through my window and see what I can see there without being seen? Uh. Give me a luck roll, because I, I'm kind of figuring he's on a corner... So I'm trying, try, like it's like a fifty-fifty chance. If if the window he's going out of is the one that you would be able to see, or it would be around the corner. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. Does, does that mean I get a fifty-fifty chance, or yeah, I get my sure. luck? Get a fifty. Okay, cool. <laughs> Two very different numbers. If you had a hand mirror or something, you could use that to sort of. Work oh, that's true. Well, it's cool because this time I rolled an eighteen. Oh, okay. get to stay. <laughs> okay, so he, he's on your side. Um, it looks like he's going to hang himself. He's got. It looks like he's got his bed sheets tied together, and it's wrapped around his neck. And uh, he's out the window, trying to kind of lower himself down. But it's definitely tied around his neck. But he's like got it, and he's like trying to get himself to a position for some reason. But it's definitely tied around his neck. I I'm gonna scream. I'm okay. going to scream. I feel like that, dude. 
high pitched as loud as possible. I'm assuming that wakes the rest of us. Oh, that of course. Uh, he, so you're screaming out the window, right? I'm screaming out the window. Yes. You're, look, you're looking like ah. Okay. Uh, so that startles him, uh, and he kind of sees you, and then he starts lowering himself faster. And I'm going to. Who's in this room with me? You're, I think you're in. You're in the room by yourself. I think so too. So, um, sir, don't do it. It's not whatever it is. It isn't worth your life. Someone, someone, come help! The Lord does not wish you to do this. Um, he 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 turns and he looks toward you, and he has a smile on his face that has almost no shreds of sanity left in it. And he says, "It's going to be glorious." And then he lets go of the rope and he falls just to like a couple feet, and he's kind of hanging there swinging. And at any time, you can make the you can decide you want to make your sanity roll at this point. And then he pulls a knife and he starts eviscerating himself. Oh no! While he's hanging there. <laughs> at this point, like the sanity one. roll is there. That's the sanity roll. <laughs> okay, right there. <clears throat> wow! Get my sanity. Huh. I, I love sort of the bait and switch of this game, and that. You, you feel kind of excited to find something new and something's happening, and then you realize that it's really just kind of damning you anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, apparently apparently all the other terrible things that we've seen have inured me to the horrors of some dude graphically killing himself. I mean, like that guy anyway. But... I would say, despite not going insane again, already. Oh, so you, you made it? Yeah. Okay. I'm just real grossed out. I mean, not yogurt dog grossed out, but like, pretty close. <laughs> okay. So the rest of you hear the screaming. I want to go into um, uh, the guy's room. Okay. Uh, Easy enough, because the door's still broken for the last time you went in his room. <laughs> yeah, they have like a like they put like a string with a nail to kind of wrap around it. That's kind of what <laughs> the lock is right now. Um, it's something I don't know. A half. The uh, uh, you can see the, the 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 bed sheets have been taken off of the bed and they've been tied around one leg and it's been pulled over close to the window and you can see it hanging taut. Over the side. I'm gonna start like, reeling him in. I oh. guess. Okay. I doubt I can. Cut the sheets. Cut the sheets. <laughs> you well, yeah. That's the question. Is how many floors up were we again? I don't remember. Three, I think. I think you were on the third floor. Or was it? The okay. Floor? Or the floor? so like um, it's survivable to fall. Oh yeah, especially since he's hanging by the neck. It's probably more survivable. Yeah. But yeah. he, is, he is in the process of eviscerating himself. Um, <clears throat> That's actually more my worry than the, than the. Yeah, make your make your uh, your your mighty strength roll there. 
two. Ooh, damn. Okay. Those sheets never stood a chance. Wow, I rolled a one on his, like, speed roll to kill himself. <laughs> to kill himself. <laughs> I, I, I snap his neck, reeling him in. Look at that, Ali. See? <laughs> zero, zero, and one. See, I actually rolled a one. <laughs> okay. Pulling him up, he's like, <laughs> Right, so you, you pull him up, and his, his, he looks very pale as you're pulling him up, and then you realize why, and that's because that most of his entrails are hanging out from some rather deep incisions in his abdomen, and it looks like he may have probably nicked his liver because there's quite a bit of blood. He's not quite dead. I mean, he's still like... Um, Want to give me one of those uh, sanity checks? You haven't made a sanity check yet, have you? Give me, give me I, one this of those is my fancy first sanity one. checks. <laughs> this is the first time I've, my, Melvin has seen something like this, really. Uh, so I just got to what roll below. You got yeah. You roll uh, the percentile dice under your current sanity. I got a seven. Okay. God, that's a good D D ten. Okay. It's like those dice get to stay. <laughs> there, I think these are actually the um, Pathfinder beginner box. Oh, wow. five the five E beginner starter set of dice. Oh. So yeah, they'll stay. Okay. I bought fancy new, like, uh, fancy new custom-made dice with little uh, summoning circles embedded in them. Oh, neat. (laughs) So, it's not quite as surprising that they would do well at a game like this, I guess. (laughs) If it's sanctified appropriately. Exactly. Um, Okay, so you you, you maintain your faculties as you pull them up. But you're looking and it's like you, you don't think this is going to be able to do for this guy. Yeah, I was trying to figure out how dumb my character is. He's not, so I'm not going to try to just stuff all his organs back in. <laughs> okay. No, I, I figured you've probably seen some shit out on the streets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but no, I haven't seen somebody try to hang himself and disembowel himself. That's pretty extreme yeah um hey, i don't know what to do you want to pull what him a, all the way in or do you I'll, yeah i'll pull him all the way into the, the room as well as his organs okay i guess um i'll go ahead and run into the room as well and see if i can help okay uh it's quite a scene uh, he has cut himself open and his intestines and such are hanging out and sort of draped in front of his I got a 27 on my sanity check you did okay. <laughs> so I will stop describing it <laughs> the most important oh, is that, the most important roll fast stop <laughs> the horrible descriptions <laughs> oh you okay, failed you, you failed I get to read the rest of the flavor text <laughs> <laughs> okay but I, I try to do everything I can. I, I basically I grab, uh, I, I start tearing up the sheets more to see if I could bandage the abdomen or you know just whatever I can do. Probably failing to do anything, but at least trying. Well, you you can make the what is it? Is it medic? 
first aid? First aid? First aid. I know that. Past first aid. Is there anything yeah. other than first aid? Is there, is there medicine? Well, I medicine. Guess, yeah. I guess first aid. because it, it There's medicine and first aid. I think in this situation, first aid's more appropriate. Yeah, go ahead. and You can make a first aid roll, but you got to make it by a lot. No. Otherwise, he's dying. <laughs> no complete botch or anything, but no, nowhere near. Okay. By making it like a lot. Yeah. All right, so he expires. And he's smiling and- as he dies. You say that like it makes it better. Doesn't make it better. Not better. Uh, I think if I walk in and I see his grin, mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna. Well. I didn't make a sanity roll, and I think his face looks like the creepy faces in the cave of darkness. Oh, yeah. Holy so God. it freaks me out a little bit when I come stumbling into the room all bleary-eyed, because I apparently also fell asleep very deeply asleep after I was spelled on the cup listening in the night. So I don't know how you want to... You, fail- you failed your sanity check? I did, yes. Excellent. All right. Not critically failed, but pretty close. Just a plain old failure. Let's make it like yeah. a. Let's make it like a D eight. Okay. Make me fish for another type of diet. I see how it is. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Five. Temporary insanity. Make an int roll, please. Okay. Nope. So you suppress the memory. That's good. That's, that's the, the best possible outcome. That's the role you want to fail. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Mechanically exactly. representing humans' ability to lie to themselves since 1978. <laughs> <laughs> so you supp- you supp- you suppress the memory. You probably walk out of the room though. But I lose. I still lose five points. You still right? Lose five sanity. Yes. Ah, uh, the slippery slope that slips. I'm still super grounded compared to my last character. Like I'm like thirty points higher than the last guy started. So <laughs> okay. Um. So uh, he expires. He's dead. And uh, you can hear there. There's some commotion because uh, it looks like there were standers by who also saw. Um. Uh, also saw what was happening out the window, so the, 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 you can hear like a beep, 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 coming towards the hotel, and there's there's some um, commotion coming from downstairs. You can hear. <clears throat> okay. Um. Well. Um. I'm going to. I'm going to go downstairs and uh, basically 
if I find hotel employees that says there, there's somebody who tried to kill themselves, please bring a doctor. It's bleeding. It's horrible. Ah. Okay. I can't believe none of the staff came out to my screaming. Yeah. How often do they get like oh, hysterical it's, it's, women? It's only been like a minute. They're still. The- Next time we get a place with better service. <laughs> I'd like to speak oh, to the manager. For sure, they're getting a bad yell. Like, <laughs> first, the neighbor's door is kicked in by somebody, and then they oh, make a big stink about it in the night, and now the crazy neighbors. It's bad. Okay, well, there, there's people There's people rushing up now. Um, anyone who's in the room, go ahead and make a spot. Is it spot hidden? What do they call that in this game? Yeah. Notice? Yes, spot, spot hidden. hidden. Yeah, spot hidden. I made it 39. Uh, I got 53 under 65. Okay. For those of you who made it, I just put put something in the slack. This is sitting on the on the floor in the in the room, probably under the bed. Did it show? Yep. Looking at it right now. Well, I'll show that to everybody now. Okay. Did someone want to read it for the listeners at home? Yes, it's a Western Union telegram for Mr. Pierce Murphy. It says, Do not, uh, be not disheartened by these events. Know that the enemies of light work every day to stop our noble efforts, but we will one day be victorious. Please tell the others to join me in the prearranged way. And this was received right now? That's what the, the bellhop was knocking on the door for? Yes, you heard him say, Telegram, sir! <laughs> And there's no other telegram that you see. <clears throat> the prearranged way does not seem very efficient. I, I was going to ask the same question. The prearranged way seems suicide? I think it depends on where you're meeting. Yeah. I mean, if they're meeting in the dreamlands then I guess that is the easiest way to get there. Permanently. I am actually uh, more disappointed in the fact that that gruesome revelation did not shock me in any way than anything else. But that could be it. Prearranged could be kill themselves and reconnoiter in the dream. In which case, it might be worth attempting to go and see if they're there. But what do they hope to accomplish if they go to a meeting like that? Because they can't get back. Well, he can't, but if the others aren't also committing suicide, then... Right, I suppose you're right. If he was just a signal. Yeah. 
this could just have been something highly visible that could have led to the single of this is the time to rally. Mm. I don't know. Hey, I could try to go back into the dreaming. Maybe, maybe him killing himself is how he was supposed to tell the others and not how they're supposed to meet. But I still believe that Camilla's probably correct in that we should at least reconnoiter the other side to see. Can you do that how? You fall asleep? Um... the short of it, yeah. I'd also like to know what this connection with Kistler is. Kessler? Kistler? Yeah. Air Doctor? Kistler. Yeah, I'm... For a long... I considered him an ally. He was really the only one that bothered to give us any kind of assistance that <laughs> now makes me think are, have we been pawns for something all along? Have we actually been working towards a goal that is unknown to us and may have sinister after effects? It would explain his connection and how he found the, the yellow sign. He seemed all too willing to help us go into the dreamlands again and again. And where we entered was always Abigail's territory. Just seems like there would have been far easier ways to deal with us. Like the amount of time that we all spent asleep there at the same time. So maybe they're using him as well? But I find encouraging is the very first line of the note. Be not disheartened by these events. Which means something that we did in the removal of that weapon caused him to become distraught and upset. So we have caused some negative effect. Agreed. Yeah. But seeing as our original plan to follow him... Well... It's taken quite the turn, hasn't it? Um, I, I'm going to attempt to enter and see if there's any change on the other side. Okay. Go ahead and make the, your will or power. 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 Yeah, I would. I'll probably set myself up in a chair like at the foot of the bed to try and watch for distress or badness. Okay. Yeah, go ahead and make a... 31 under my 75. Okay. All right. Um, uh, you wake up uh, in in bed in the hotel room and uh, uh Dimitri is asleep in the chair. I'm gonna shake him real hard, see if I can wake him up. 
doesn't seem to doesn't seem to wake up. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna go next door to Pierce's room. Mm-hmm. Is that anything over there? Uh, you, he's standing at the window, looking out the window. The room does not look like it's like it did before. It looks like so. It's does in it? Order. It looks like before we trashed it, or uh, before he hanged himself. Okay. And looking out past his shoulder, do I see anything? Uh, it looks it looks like Washington D.C. You can see the White House, and there's that big park between the back of the White House and the hotel you're at. And uh, it is, you can see all of the tents and all of the stuff you would normally see for that encampment, then the protest that was there. But there's no people, but you see all the stuff. Okay. Pierce, you shouldn't have done it. Something is wrong. It's not... This isn't the way it's supposed to be. Something wasn't I think... How is it supposed to be, Pierce? Mm, I should not be alone. But you aren't alone. I don't mean you. Who are you waiting for? The others. Which others? Mm. Who are you? I asked first. I don't need to answer any of your questions. And he turns around and he walks out the the hotel room door into the hallway. I'm going to... I wonder if I can persuade him to give me more information. You can certainly try. I am going to try. Okay. Holy shit. I'm going to change dice. I've not no. rolled over like a ten. I'm going to re-roll because that was a shit roll anyway. He didn't actually roll the dice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. What did you get on your persuade? Twenty-one. Under sixty-five. Oh boy. Okay. All right. Uh, what What do you want to? What are you going to ask him? I want to know who else, like who he was waiting for, and like who the other people in DC are that he's working what, with. What kind of tactic do you want to use to kind of persuade him to tell you that? Do you want to, like, like threats or lies or what sort of? I think lies. Lies work. Lies work. Okay. Especially since we really have taken out so many. I mean, it's not like you could stop us, Pierce, when we have. We have already dismantled so many of your plans. Oh, you've only scratched the surface. There's not just nine, there's nine of nine. Oh, we know. And we know about Abigail, and we know how to hurt her, as we have done before. But you don't know when to hurt her. And he's like, 
kind of not even really like acknowledging you, but he's talking mm-hmm. to you. He's talking to you. But he's like walking like he's he's going somewhere, but he doesn't really like he walks out to the to the entrance of the hotel and he kind of looks both directions for for a minute or two and then he kind of turns one way and starts walking. But he's he, he, but, but he's almost like not even acknowledging you're there. But he is but he is he is, he is, he is at carrying on the conversation. We will hurt her in all the times when she appears. And we will stop her in all the times. All nine by nine, as we have already begun. Your plan will fail. Who were you waiting for? I don't know why you revel in such madness and destruction. When what, what will come? Because I have communed with Hopwar. And I shall revel in what I please. Are you? Those are my dogs. Oh my god! Are you? You are, you are of a rival sect, then. Tell me what I want to know. I am to meet them, but they are not here. Who are you meeting? Who sent you the message? Abigail. But who else are you meeting? Abigail never comes alone. Well, it would be another nine. I don't know. There are many of us. You have failed. Oh, there are many like me. But the signal wasn't sent. And you have failed her. Hmm. She always has a backup plan. But none that will bode well for you. Oh, I will rest. I will wait. She will be here. He sits down on the park bench. <laughs> I am going to uh and this wake guy, up okay hmm? this this Wait. guy just so just so just to kind of clarify he's more way more distracted than what you have seen than people you've encountered here even Einstein Mm-hmm. wasn't as distracted as this guy. Hmm. I wonder why I can, like, because he was obviously looking around, and I figure he's looking for Abigail and the people. Was there any rhyme or reason to where he was walking around? No. It, when he sat on the park bench, was it, like, in the camp? It's, yeah, it's not, like, on the edge of the camp. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he 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 he, he was... Look to you. It looked like he was legitimately wandering. Okay. Well, possibly the way we interfered with his suicide maybe messed him. Like not all of him made it over. Maybe us dragging him up clouded the signal. Uh, hopefully, 
Either way, I'm going to attempt to wake up at this point. Okay. All right. Go ahead and make your power roll. Did not make it. Did you roll a 100 or a 99, the, the horrible number? No. Oh, okay. Not again. <laughs> How many hundreds do you want me to roll, Stu? Yeah, they're just so exciting every time they... I have legit rolled, like, four <laughs> 99s and 100s in this game. Like, awful things have happened. Okay, so... You can, How many more do you want? <laughs> as many as I can get. So she, she seems Spread to be struggling like she's under some kind of distress a little bit. I'm saying this to uh, Dimitri Tupolev. I'm sorry, say, say again. I... She seems to be in some sort of distress. Like, oh, well, I, I will immediately attempt to wake her. Okay, like, that wakes you up. You're awake. Great. Yeah, yeah. If there were any signs, I would immediately go for okay. the wake up. Um, no one came to meet Pierce, but it was Abigail who sent the message. There is another nine here. Oh, we hadn't even finished with the first nine yet. I think technically this does finish the first nine, doesn't it? Right, but I mean, you know, we were still wrapping this up. And already there is a whole nother cohort in line. Either way, he believed that they were supposed to meet in the dreamlands, but no one was there. So either he was wrong and they're meeting somewhere else... Or the signals got crossed. He was not all there, even considering. <laughs> what if, uh, what if Abigail is trapped here as the in the assistant? Possibly, but. Nothing we did would have fixed her in this location. Or time. Since we know she is traveling in both. Right. Unless exposure to Tesla Einstein bridge machine caused her to not be able to travel back and forth as easily anymore? I, uh, Possibly, but she encouraged their research. She was there with them, yes. helping them make it work. So it seems more likely that she was either trying to bring someone over from the other side, or just use one body to go multiple places and times. Mm -hmm. In which case, at least we know what she looks like right now. Is it possible that perhaps his signal to commit suicide was not actually an earnest signal, but more of a punishment for failure? If she had told him just to kill himself, he would have. He told me I, we had barely scratched the surface. And Abigail always has a backup, which we know is more true than not. 
But whatever we do, we have to stop it before the birthday party. I wonder if there's any way to find out where this telecate ran came from or track it back in some way. Well, it says it came from San Francisco, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, it came from San Francisco. I do not know what, out of character, I don't know what this W55422J is. It's like some kind of tracking number. Probably if you were to go to the telegraph office, they could probably tell you what telegraph office it came from. Well then, that gives us something to go off of. Yes. Well, I, I'll, um, I'll go see if I can run that lead down. And I, I take the, the telegram and I go, um, I'll, I'll just ask the concierge to see where the, the nearest Western Union offices and I'll see if they can track this down to a source location. Take Melvin with you. You shouldn't none of us should go alone. Mm, very well. Melvin, actually you're familiar with this location. Do you, do you know where the nearest Western Union is? I mean I probably do. Steelbridge the nearest Western Union location. Oh it's just uh, down the street uh, by the next to the park. Yeah it's like Let's a block go. away. Let's go. Okay. You get the okay, next to the park where all the people are? Yes. <clears throat> and right. uh, you uh, walk into the, the Western Union. There, there seems to be some kind of commotion going on in that, with the protesters right now. Um, I go to somebody that seems to be observing and see what, what's all the commotion about. Is it, I don't know, a bunch of people just like. You see that the, the, there was a guy hanging. Did you see him out the window? Yes, unfortunately, I did see that. And there was like four or five people. They just run off. Well, I did you see where they went. He points. He says that way. We can do this at any time. Let's see if we can see where those people went. Okay. So you Sorry. kind of walk walk down a ways, and uh, there is... The first, the first thing you pass of note is like a train station. <clears throat> okay, I just... I go into the train station, just sort of look around. Okay. Um, see if I find any... See if I see anybody suspicious or that looks like anybody, any of the people that we've seen or... Okay, just make a, make a spot hidden roll. Sure. 
Uh, I made it spot on. Okay. Um, <clears throat> you see there are four people, three men and one woman, uh, and they're all kind of huddled in a corner, because, you know, it's basically you got all the, the, the seating waiting for the, the the train announcements and all that. And they... And, you can, they're visibly nervous. Or anxious. Stu, real quick, I just got a note that your your audio out is pretty low. Oh, the rest of us are okay, but... I wonder why mine would be low. It would be better now, probably. Hmm... Um, I am going... Are, are, are they by any benches or anything like that? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. I'm just going to go take a, uh, a seat nearby them. Okay. Uh, actually, I'm going to... If there's any place to grab a paper, I'm going to grab a paper and then go sit near them. Okay. And then I'm reading the paper. Got it. See if I can drop some eaves. Uh, at one point, I'll turn that down now. I'm really loud. Let me check the chat, see if it, the audio is better. <clears throat> I'm not saying. Okay. Um, you hear one of them, <clears throat> like trying to placate one of the other ones, saying that, uh, that, uh, We'll be in, we'll be in, we'll be in New York in three hours. Once we get on the, once we get on the, 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 the train to San Francisco, it'll be fine. Okay, um, I, I, I'm basically waiting for a train to show up, and then during the commotion of everybody sort of boarding. Train. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I slink away. Okay. Yeah. All right. That probably happens within ten or fifteen minutes. I observe if they actually enter the train that comes by. Yes. Yeah, they get on well, the, the number sixty-two for New York. Yeah, and I make note of uh, of the train line and the train number and the destination. Okay. You get all that information, and you also have the the the, the approximate arrival time in New York. Okay, uh, and then I uh, I go. It seems uh, I go to Melvin and I go. Did you observe any of that? I couldn't hear him. No. Apparently, they're very nervous about events here, and once they reach San Francisco, and I sort of tap on the the telegram in my pocket that everything would be okay. And they're boarding a train to New York and heading out that way right now. Let's see if we can find the general destination within San Francisco that this telegraph came from. This will give us a location where they're going in a general sense, and we can intensify our search. I don't know what else we can do here. So I, I go, let's, let's go to West Union very quickly, and we go over there and, and see if we can find out where this telegram came from, or the, the office this telegram came from. Okay. 
Um, the guy there says, oh yeah, I received this telegram myself. It came from the, the uh, there's a Western Union, um, there's a Western Union office in the Palace Hotel in San Francisco. Thank you so much. Very much appreciated. Have a pleasant day. And you as and, well. And I, I limp quickly back uh, to the hotel. I'm sorry, where did it come from? The Palace Hotel. The Palace Hotel. Thank you. And I go back to the hotel and tell everybody what I haven't served. Well, it looks like we've at least stymied them here for now. The protesters should be safe. Um, I was actually fearful that uh, the man hanging himself would have a uh, significant effect on the crowd. Or would perhaps trigger one of their evil plans as sacrifices have been present at many of them. That, the danger, this, this, this protest represents a, a, a danger in that it's a powder keg. And I don't see us being able to hold this back in any way. I think but we already have. If she's pulling her people out of here and sending them to San Francisco, then it sounds like her backup plan is there. They will be reaching New York in three hours and then boarding a train immediately from there. Oh, can I take something back, to When I was at the train station, mm-hmm. could I ask there what would be the fastest travel to San Francisco from New York after this train arrives? Okay. Yeah, they give you the whatever the train would be. Anyway, this would be the fastest mode of transportation from New York to San Francisco if they were to leave immediately. So at least we have a time frame. I don't know how we're going to be able to beat them to San Francisco. I don't think we can. Unless we all traveled. If we go back, can we... I'm not the scientist. Isidore, you know how Tesla's machine works. Can we use it to get to San Francisco faster? I suppose there wouldn't be any kind of temporal distortion to attract those that we know are attracted to it. It, it may be possible. Uh, we could simply ask him. But I believe that it may be possible. In which case, we need to hurry either way. Um, uh, out of character question, what, it, does it take much longer to drive to New York from here than it is that it does to take a train? Well, I looked it up. Trains take about three days in, 19, in the 1920s. No, from here to New York. Oh, from here to New York. Uh, you probably not that different I would imagine um, because if we make haste in the car we may be able to try to grab the same train and then we can keep an eye on them as they travel they did not seem to know who I was even though I was in close proximity so I don't think that there's too much danger in doing that 
But if we did that, we'd have to drive relatively quickly, and we only have one resource for that, and I do not wish to volunteer your service. Looking at Melvin. Well, I'm happy to drive back to New York. That's not a problem. <laughs> well then, let us be off. Okay, well, let's get the hell out of here. Right, so we pack your stuff up and head off. Yeah. Okay, so you're gonna you're gonna like head right for like Grand Central Station or whatever the name of the train yep. station is. Okay. Mm-hmm. And before anyone writes in about like how I keep calling them yogurt dogs, I know, I know they're like hounds of Tindalore or whatever. <laughs> yogurt dogs is better, and I will never give it up. It, it is more evocative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hounds of yes, Tindalore doesn't really uh, evoke anything. Mm-hmm. Nope. I heard they're playing Coachella next year. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so it probably, I don't know, probably takes a, I don't even, I don't even know what travel time on the East Coast is. The, the places are so close together. That I don't know what it takes, it takes about five hours to drive from D.C. to New York nowadays, but there's a lot of traffic. Right. Um, also cars didn't go 80 miles. But also there's interstates. Oh, well, that's true. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, let's say it's about five hours. <laughs> let's say that these things cancel each other out. Yeah, sure. Traffic is terrible. Okay, so sometime midday, you uh, you arrive in at New York at Grand Central Station, and I'm assuming who was, whoever was driving, you put the pedal to the metal. Oh yeah, you want to to see if you actually beat the train there. Ooh. Oh yeah, I dig that. Get the skills going. <laughs> I really does not look confident. <laughs> well, I got a 24 under my drive of 80. Wow. <laughs> That's corrected. So you get there clearly probably 20 minutes before the... And now we're about to leave the car behind and my best skills is useless. No, no, we can pay to load it on the train. Yeah, we, we could put it in the freight section or something, right? That's yeah. a thing. Absolutely, <laughs> it's a thing. <laughs> no, I just... I have this whole, like, cannonball run thing. Like, we're all in this car just driving down the highway. It's just like... We're in New York City, and they're thirsty in San Francisco. It's just... <laughs> drifting in a Model T is just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then the montage is like us flying along super fast and then having to stop and add like water and oil in every service station. <laughs> Cranking the car. Yeah. <laughs> Solid rubber tire blows out somehow. <laughs> Literally holding onto our hats, just like. <laughs> this is what happens we're made for. I'm holding on to the door for dear life. <laughs> I am like praying all the way. <laughs> okay, so you guys uh, get to get to this train station, and uh, uh, looking at the, the the little board thing they got there, uh, it looks like the the, the train is uh, is due in about ten or fifteen minutes. And you can also see the 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 uh, the, tr- the the what would be the fastest, most immediate train go- heading to San Francisco as well. 
is leaving. Since we have a few minutes. An hour. How reasonable would it be if we, say, got the police to arrest them? If you can come up with a reason why. Well, they just murdered a man in Washington, D.C. I don't know. Involving the law here. I mean, we already know that Hoover is looking into all of this. If we tip him off... Can we can we leverage that for a win on our side for once? I'm just trying to see what would coax them into arresting them. And because if we were to be accusers, it would have to be some kind of anonymous accusation. Absolutely. But I'm assuming Hoover wants to... He hasn't made any headway into his case. If we call in a tip, it seems like he would be incentivized to act on it. Hmm. Well... I suppose we can simply just call in a tip. I, I don't see why not, especially since we have people that Hoover hasn't met. And also, I mean, worst comes to worst, this doesn't work and we still have to follow them to San Francisco. But it feels like if we can just all not die, I'd prefer that. But then again, if they are on the train with us, it would give us an opportunity to eavesdrop on their conversations and perhaps maybe even search whatever lodgings they have within the train and discover more information. Yes, but information is of less importance than just stopping whatever's happening. Which, if four out of the nine are in jail... And not in San Francisco. Hmm. We're not Secret Service agents. Could we perhaps I didn't fight in the Great War and I don't want to start another one. Could we perhaps find an easier way to contrive for their arrest? somewhere en route uh, that perhaps they stole from us on the train or nothing that wouldn't expose us unduly Hoover is here he has great manpower we already know that he's invested mm-hmm. and it also it might stop the train from continuing as quickly what if they got caught with, like, a shitload of booze in their bags? <laughs> that I, I, help. I, Can you I get that, that in 15 be... minutes? Probably not in 15 minutes, no. 
Well, you might you make a luck roll. You might have samples for potential customers. Well, I don't. I don't make it. I just deliver it. Oh, okay. So, what was the name of the club that we were? We all met at Sugarcane. Sugarcane. We. I mean, I did just deliver a bunch to them. I mean, maybe they tipped you with a case. How do I roll luck, Stu? You just roll the percentage underneath your luck. What is starting luck? Because I don't have that marked on my sheet. Really? Huh. Um, I have to sound so excited about it. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah, he's like, in that case, it's nine. <laughs> yeah. Have no luck. You must roll a double zero. I mean, uh, one. That's you have to roll a one. <laughs> Now that it beats how excited I was the first time I rolled a hundred, and I thought it was a zero. <laughs> I was really, really happy to have rolled so low. And Stu was like, no. No. It was weird, because Stu was just as happy. He was. He was super, super happy. Is there an index in this book? Give me a list of people who. Oh, no. Okay, I do. Okay, no, it's a skill text. Okay. And then there was that time I accidentally made Dimitri go back into the smiley people cave. <laughs> yes. Oh, I just don't think I ever ruled my luck. You roll 3d6 and multiply it by 5. It's fucking interesting. Or when your back got burned because I needed that uh, severed head. Yeah. Keep pointing out all the times that I had terrible experiences because of you. That seems like a good idea. I'm just saying that in general it feels like when I roll a hundred bad things happen to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 3d6 multiplied by 5. So roll 13, yeah. so 50, 68, 65. Oh, that's pretty lucky. And you can spend it too. You roll the 70. 66. You can't see it. That's 100 <laughs> on my luck roll. Oh, my, my green screen's cutting it out. Yeah, I rolled 100 on my luck roll. Let's see. I'll mark down my luck. You can also spend luck on on rolls, and that reduces it. So, like you can, like if you missed a roll by like five points, you can take five points of luck. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you've got uh, you've got a, a whole a whole case of premium hundred and eighty proof moonshine. So yeah, I mean, if we want to, if we want to put some uh, some some shine in their bags, we can absolutely do that. All right. I feel like that's a backup plan. Hoover first, incriminate them later. Also, I'm glad we didn't blow up on the way back. I distance myself from this situation. I'm kind of uncomfortable with the amount of booze that has been traveling with us. <laughs> And how volatile it is. You mean that we drove through five states twice? 
especially at the rate. Mm -hmm. Um, We don't have good luck with fire, remember? (laughs) Yeah, we tried to throw a lamp at the literally at the side of a barn and missed. Yeah, I succeeded in that. Uh, I have a a 20% throw and it worked out for me. Uh, do I I still have um J Edgar's card, I am assuming. Sure, of course. Um and I basically pull out the card and says we have means by which to do so. What do we want to say? Out of character, I don't remember what set of incidences Let me just say, you guys were kind of avoiding Chad Hoover because uh, he suspected that you may have had something to do with a certain barn that went up and there were just like four or four well, they they found some dead bodies there. I don't think they found all of them. Some of them walked. Away. Oh yeah, yeah. When we had the zombie barn right. incident. So I don't know if I mean maybe I have a different a, a different memory of it, but I think that there's probably an even chance he may put you guys in handcuffs if you call. Him. Not if we have Melvin call him. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we have. Yeah, the, point, the point was right. he was investigating. Camilla, Isidore, yes. Doris, and Friedman. And there's two people he's never met before. No. And he's never met Dimitri and Melvin. That's true. Okay. I just wanted to... I, I didn't want, to, want you guys to walk in and like, Hey, oh, hey, hey, Jared Hoover. Hey, why are we going to get this away? No. Okay. <laughs> we literally fled the country to get away from him, so... <laughs> Oh. I was actually a little bit surprised he didn't have anyone like stationed at the university. But uh glad. Glad he didn't. Either that or they were just incompetent, so either way we'll take it. Right. <laughs> so Where did we leave that rifle, by the way? Are we taking it with us? I, I assume we did. Decide what you did with it, because it's. I mean, we packed up all our stuff and brought it with us. I'm sure. Okay. How about we do this? We call the tip in. Uh, that uh, at the hotel that we were at. Uh, something was stolen from this man that committed suicide. And we know the people that stole what he had. And give the descriptions of the people at the train station. And I believe they're trying to flee the area. Oh no, but we're in New York now, not in goddamn DC. Never mind, that doesn't make sense. Hmm. I mean, are we just going to call it in and be like, hey, there's these four people from this creepy death cult? We could just call it in and be like, hey, we saw these people. Uh, 
with the famous Doris the Explorers. <laughs> and they sounded like they were talking about blowing something up. And lean into the fact that Hooper really wants us. And suspects we've already blown something up. Which, I mean... If he had seen the zombies, he would have done it too. <laughs> I, I, I agree. Oh, yeah. Maybe we should explain that in the call. No. Saying, Doris Daniels is famous, so it doesn't... It makes sense that somebody would recognize her. And then you just say that you heard her discussing some kind of evil plot of some sort. And you call Hoover about it. You just go, hey, there's some folks here at the uh, at the train station, and I heard them talking about burning down a barn, and they mentioned uh, Hoover's name. Uh, they said they were heading out to San Francisco, and they're traveling with, and give the description of the other group. Uh, I think that would probably work fairly well. I mean, really, it couldn't be any worse than plant a bunch of highly explosive booze on them and hope that someone cares enough to arrest them for it. Well, the thing is, we can use that as a backup plan to try to cause them problems in the train. True. And, and that could be easily, uh, uh, an easy way for us to cause a diversion with the, the train personnel and them if we need to basically lead off some heat, so to speak. Um, but if we make this call, then means that if Hoover does do something about it, he's probably going to send some agents to the train, and up ahead we'll probably see some trouble there too. But also seeing their reaction, but would they be looking for us? Wouldn't Hoover? Possibly, but if if Melvin gives the description of the other people, and we keep away. Um. We just okay. need to stay out of sight. All right. And I go, Melvin, do you mind making that call? I know we're leaning on you really hard right here. So I'm going to call Hoover and tell him that those four talked about blowing up a barn. Burning down a barn. Burning down a barn. With Doris Daniels. With Doris Daniels and that they're going to San Francisco. Yes. And you saw him get on this train. Yeah, and you saw him get on this train. On which train? The train to San Francisco. Okay. Well, do I want to say I saw him get on the train, or that they said they're taking that train? Whichever you think is going to be a more effective situation. All right. I will go make the call. I think he has a point. If he says, I saw them get on the train, that that would place him at the train station. So we want to keep it as vague as possible. It's, 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 I don't it's know. I'm not used to, to say, like, having to pull station. the wool. I'm not used to having to pull the wool over the FBI's eyes. There isn't exactly a manual for it at the library. All right, so I will call. I will call the number that they have for Hoover. Okay. And say, 
There was a group of four people, gave them the descriptions. They were talking about some shady stuff, said they burnt down a barn and were heading to San Francisco, given the time of the, tra- the next train out. Make the, make and I'll drop Doris's name as well. Okay, make your brick blade roll on it. <clears throat> I don't know how good this is going to be. <laughs> nope. <laughs> well, you just picked up a lot of luck points, man. <laughs> Not enough. I got a 43 on my uh, persuasive 10. Oh, no! <laughs> Never mind. Okay. Did he have an advantage because we gave him all that information? Well, I, I, made, I made Hoover's like smarts roll, and I rolled a three. Jesus, like a three. <laughs> so the question is: is how smart Melvin is? I'm smart. I'm just not persuasive. So he can pick up the phone. The first thing he wants to know is who's who's this. Um. God, I'm not, I'm not quick. Uh, <laughs> what's the first object I see near me? Um, a, a, a bench. This is George Bench. <laughs> <laughs> and the Kobayashi porcelain in it. So, so you got, you've got uh, four, you five people. You said you've seen. And one of them is this Doris character? No, they said they're going to go meet her. Oh, they're going to meet her. Where are they going to meet her? In San Francisco? Well, that's where they said they're going. I don't know if they're meeting her there. And they just I didn't want to stay around by a bunch of people staying there burning buildings down. <laughs> okay. And you said you saw them. Where did you see them? Are, are they on the train or are they waiting? No, they're for still the at the station. They're at the station. And what train are they getting on? Oh no, they're coming and I hang up. (laughs) (laughs) Well done, sir. Bravo. Congratulations. Could have gone better. Boring conversation, anyway. Oh, wait. Did you have fast talk at all? Yeah. I still wouldn't have made it on that roll. Oh. <laughs> My fast talk's only 40. Why are there two skills for that? Because one is like when you're spinning up a bunch of lies on the spot, and one is when you're like, I have an actual argument. Or, uh, yeah, I am that using the sophistry. Kimmy, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry I threw Doris under the bus. <laughs> but it was I'm either excited. that or Edward, it's... who has not been cited on U.S. soil in quite some time. The difference is it says persuade takes at least half an hour. Fast talk is when you want to persuade someone quickly. Oh. Good to know. Look at you reading rules. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you bring logic into this? Okay, so from the gist of the conversation, you're not sure if, if it, what what Hoover's going to do. You don't know if he's going to come down and 
sent agents down, stopped the train. You know, you're not sure. Because you didn't actually tell him which train it was. You just said it was going to San Francisco. Well, in the initial, in the initial attempt to, to tell him, I, I gave him the next train time out. Okay, all right. I cool. thought they were taking. Okay, all right. And then when he tried to clarify, I, I panicked. <laughs> okay. Well, I do like that, that, you know, you did make it sound urgent with, oh, no, they're coming. That, yeah, that always works. In that... But, uh, I thought that was a really good ending to say it salvaged some of it out of that, but that's just me. Hopefully. You know what I do know is that uh, we're definitely going to have to buy tickets to that train and do it separately because we are also a group of three men and one woman. Unless you want me to ride in truck, we pay for a car to go with us. Uh, I don't know if that's necessary. I feel like we should definitely have the car. It saves us time renting one on the other side. Also, I'm not made of money. Now that Edward and Doris are gone, yep, we're kind of broke. Are gone now. I have a salary now. <laughs> you do. Welcome to welcome to capitalism, Dimitri. Now arriving the 125 from Washington, D.C. And... So the train comes in. Great. So well, Melvin and I will buy our tickets separately from Dimitri and Isidore, and Isidore will get the car on the train. Okay. What's your daily spend there, Isidore? Oh, let's see. That's my credit. Uh, my, my credit rating is 30. Let's see. Is it on the back where the... It's 30? Oh, yeah. My spend level is uh, 10. My cash is 60. And my assets is, assets is 1,500. Okay. I haven't looked at this character sheet in so long. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scrambling to try to find anything on it. Yeah, I, I, I'll say you, you have the you have the money to get the car shipped. I'm supposing if we all pool everything together, we yeah, might be. yeah, you probably get it done. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess the question would be: Would it be cheaper to acquire a car on the other end or ship the car that? <clears throat> Yes, but we know no, this car. With... We have this car. Yeah, I agree. I... Rather than finding a rental company and having to give ID and all that kind of thing. That's very true. Plus, a rental car is not going to have a place to hide guns in it. <laughs> Nor will it have a boot full of liquor that could blow up at any moment. Yeah, it's not going to blow up. Very stable. Very stable. It's fine. There's hay packed around it. Oh, yeah, that helps. <laughs> It worked out very well for the bard. <laughs> well, if no one throws a lantern at my trunk full of booze, we'll be okay. <laughs> okay, so you all get your tickets. For the... I don't even know what trains are called on the East Coast. 
All the ones I know are West Coast. The, I mean, it's a train. Well, the train would... Are they just called trains? The line. The train from New York would go from New York to Chicago. And then we'd probably have to switch trains in reality. Oh, and probably get on... Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So are you just getting, like, standard... Like a standard car... Like little room cars or... I I would be fine with taking regular seat. Okay. I have slept in worse places. Uh, yeah. I mean, we're already kind of stretching it resource wise. So, but for for do they just allow you to just have a seat for such a long trip? Uh, it's I mean, probably like those little. Um, what do they call those things? In the, it's not a sleeper car, but it's like the, the the thing where you there's seats facing each other, and there's like this place up up above to stow. I don't I don't know. I don't it's like a cabin for four people for people without. I mean, in modern times, trains like you can totally book uh, here. You just get a seat like on an airliner, right, for three days. Um, but you could get up and go to the dining car or the lounge car or whatever. Right. Feels like it maybe like, could there also be situations where it would be like, oh, well, you have a sleeper car, but you don't, you have to share it. Like, you don't choose who you get it with. Maybe. It might. I mean, I felt like, I, I feel like I've read novels with where this is at least like a basis for a meet cute. Or, like, popular culture tells us in Harry Potter, you never know who's going to be in your little... Train cubicle. Right. Right. Okay. We'll say it's something like that. And since you bought your ticket separately. Mm-hmm. Well, everyone could make a luck roll and see if you end up in the same room. If you want to end up in the same... Cubes. Entirely you. We all can someone with good luck make someone a with the, whoever doesn't make the roll doesn't get in the same room <laughs> well we didn't all buy our tickets separately like oh, Melvin and I bought ours together and Isidore okay, and Dimitri bought theirs together one luck roll I, I got a 15 on my luck roll okay oh good <laughs> good we're good then nice so you have a dramatically appropriate area in a train car which offers a small amount of privacy, and I have no other details beyond that because I've haven't been on a train since I was probably eight, not counting the Metro Rail. Um, okay, uh, and you guys get situated, and the train leaves without any. Uh, delay or anything that looks like law enforcement uh, gives a shit. All right. I don't think Hoover will leave me, guys. Uh, well, if Hoover has a lot more resources just in one city. He might decide to act upon it. We don't know. There actually could be an FBI agent in this train right now that was assigned to just check it out. It, it, it doesn't need to be like a full frontal assault. Or they might just wait till the train gets to Chicago. Yeah. 
Okay. So, um, so you head out, and the train the, the train starts heading out, and uh, nighttime passes. Uh, are you guys going to look for these other people, or are you going to stick to yourselves? Or no, I mean, I'll walk around casually around the train and see if I can spot sort of where they're at. Okay. And I keep my eye open for them. I, I you know what? I don't intensely look for them, but I keep my eye open as I as I do a little tour of the train, and then I just, just continue to sort of scope it out. Do you guys see the ghostly cloaked figure in Dave's... It's his chair. Is that what that is? It's trying, yeah, it's trying to, to, to block it out. It's like it's, when he sits in it, it kind of comes up like behind his shoulders and his head, and it kind of looks like this weird like... I know, and the thing is, it's Eldritch mantle. The, the chair is right where one of the eyes is, so it's kind yeah. of ghost. It's the the chair. <laughs> My chair is the it's not, it's not Dave's to, unholy aura. It's it's the hooded figure that came to haunt Isidore and Doris at the barn in yes. England, not the barn we burned down. The another it, barn. It's just close enough to humanoid lump that the AI is trying to decide whether or not it should filter it or not. Okay. Um, go ahead and make your. That's, that's, I guess probably a spot hidden. There, Isidore. Oh no, I got an eighty-five. Okay, all right. You kind of you know meander around. Um, they, where 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 they put the luxury cars? Near the back of the train or the front of the train? Does anyone know? I think they'd be near the back, so there's less uh, crap coming from the engine into your window. That makes sense. Okay. I'm just trying sure. to find information on it, and basically it all says, yeah, traveling in the 20s on the train sucked, because air conditioning on trains didn't happen until the 30s. Oof. And we're July. traveling in July. <laughs> Okay, so um, no, you can't get. They don't. They they kind of watch the the uh, the first class cars, so you can't really get past <clears throat> the bellboy or what are the conductor conductor dude. I don't know what they'd be called. Is there only one conductor? I don't know anything about trains. It is amazing how little I know about trains. There would be porters and conductors. Okay. There may be more than one conductor, but there's also, like, wait staff? Okay. I don't know if they have a special name. Okay. <clears throat> so th- there's a few cars in the back that you can't get to. So th- it's possible they might be back there. And if you have, it, it, unless you want to try to sneak back there, we will fast forward a day until when you're in Chicago. I'll I'll try and take a gander. Okay. <clears throat> uh, do you want me to do stealth or? You could probably you you, uh, you can you could try to talk your way back there. 
<clears throat> which no. would be difficult because they probably want to look at your ticket. But and my answer to that is, if that's the only option to get back there, then I will not. <laughs> or you can wait until the guy's distracted, and, and, and I would say that would probably be a stealth roll. Okay. I mean, I could go stealth, or I could go like strength to try and shimmy along the outside of the train, like an action movie hero. Oh yeah, I'm all for that. Dave's got to roll a new character because he fucked up a roll trying to climb on the outside of the train. <laughs> I'm excited about this plan. <laughs> I am too. All right, here I go. You gonna climb the outside of the train? Yeah, okay. let's do this. All right, it's gonna be exciting. Oh, I handled it. <laughs> handled this. I got a thirteen under seventy. Oh, excellent. Okay. <clears throat> so you kind of shimmy along the outside of the train, probably on top of it. Okay. Hop, yeah, yeah. Hop. So I'm not like passing by people's windows and they're like, there's a man on the outside of the train. There's a man on the wing. <laughs> right. It's like William Shatner just freaking out. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. Trains don't have wings. Um, okay. And you, you, you basically skip where the, the guy was sort of guarding the passage between the train cars and get to the next one. And then you can... Okay. Do as you will. Duck back inside. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll see if I can find these people. I didn't see them, so I just kind of go on description. Okay. Right, because this would be embarrassing if they didn't even make the train. <laughs> that is a good point. Okay. You see, um... You see them. Um, they're they're in a, a they're in a dining car. There's like a like a luxury dining car, and they're in that. Um, do you, were you in the in, in the asylum? I was. You were in the asylum, so you met Doctor Friedman. I did. Doctor Friedman is sitting with them. She is. Okay. I didn't think any of them would recognize me, so now I'm trying to be extra sneaky, okay. cautious. <clears throat> you want to go ahead and make another stealth check to see if you can uh, oh, sure. <clears throat> evade their, their sight? My stealth is actually even better than my strength, so I'm confident. That's why you didn't get shot. Oh, yeah. I got a three. You're rolling like I roll. Okay. I'm like the wind. Okay. So you get back out and shimmy back along the... I won't make you roll for that again. And then you... <laughs> Thank you, because now's when it would go really badly. <laughs> <laughs> and you make it back to your, your regular train car. Uh, I, I'm going to just, like, hustle and bust in and, and tell everybody, like... The, the your friend the 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 American man that disappeared from the from the hospital in England. He uh, he he is here. He is on this train. This the, the what was his name? Freeman, Doctor Freeman, Freeman. Freeman is here. Yes, your friend from from the asylum. 
Where? He was with these people in the first class lounge. Oh no. Edward, no. I I did not expect to see anyone that might recognize me, but I saw him and then I quickly exited to return. So that's so much bad news I'm having trouble tracking. He's our friend. We should try talking to him. Maybe he's trying to do something. I. He's been with us. He, well, he saw all of this from the beginning. But if he is with these cultists now, it's not possible he has decided that they are correct. I wouldn't see a man of reason like that man who has dedicated his life to healing? These people often do not seem to act with reason. Either way, we, we if he it has been bamboozled by them, we need to do everything we can to get him out of their clutches. That much? Possibly. He, he did not seem to be hostage or Imprisoned. Mental clutches. Yes, indeed. He could be simply infiltrating them, trying to find something out. I don't know. I just refuse to believe that my friend, who has seen so much of this with me, has joined this cult. I I find it difficult to fathom. It's good. If you want to talk to him, we could get him. We should get him alone. I mean, whatever we can do to separate him from them. And hope that he hasn't succumbed. Possibly when we get to uh, Chicago, we could use time transferring trains to distract others and... uh, Talk see if we him? can peel him away and talk. I think that's the best plan. I don't think we're going to be able to access him in our, here in the train. I can't believe this. He he helped so many of us. I can't believe it. Isidore sort of like uh, just sort of sits back and, and just is in shock. Seems to be deep in thought and just despondent. This is like one of his best friends, you know? Uh, <clears throat> so, fast, do we want a space bar to Chicago or is there anything else? Uh, sometime that night, uh, are you guys going to do watches like you normally do? Because 
sleep in and of itself is a danger zone. So yeah. Okay. <clears throat> the last few times it's, we all it's a highway together. too. It's a highway to the danger zone, if you will. <laughs> uh, it so. would also have be helpful if like somebody could keep watch and like see if Edward's ever alone. Um, yeah. Is there like I, a lounge outside the the first class area? Yeah, sure. I will hang out in there until. So let's do this in in, in two halves. Uh, I uh, if Dimitri and Camilla want to sleep first, I'll stay with them just awake, just to make sure that there isn't any dreaming shenanigans or anything crazy that needs to happen or somebody comes after us. Uh, then uh, Melvin can go to the lounge car and see if anybody comes out and just observe. And then when we switch over, we can have Dimitri in the cart, and then Camilla can watch Melvin and I sleep, and then we'll. We'll divvy it up that way. That sound good, guys? As long as I don't fall asleep again, because I'm lazy, apparently. <laughs> hey, man, it, it's a watch situation. It happens. Okay, yeah. Sometime around, sometime around like 1 a.m., um, somewhere in, the, in your train car, you hear a scream. It's a man's voice. It seems to be coming from up ahead. Um, I, I would. Is there, who's awake at this point? This would be your the, this would be your first iteration of your watch. All right. Um, I am going to quickly wake Dimitri if he hasn't been awakened already by the uh, by the scream. And yes. it says a man screaming up over this way. Uh, go! I, I don't want to leave Camille alone. Can you go check out what happened? Yeah, I'll, I'll just bust out there. Like, okay, I am action ready. <clears throat> so you, you 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 get out and like you can see the the little slidey door. People are like peeking out the little slidey doors as you as you as you go by. And there's a there's a what do they, what do they call them? A porter? Is that what the yeah, dudes are probably. called? Okay. There's one standing there at an open door, and uh, he turns to you and he, with kind of a panic look on his face, says, "Are you a doctor?" No, but if someone has been injured, I have some training in emergency medicine. And he kind of moves to the side for you. Okay, and it's like a little like sleeping compartment. Uh, oh, I've got to roll my sanity quick before you start describing anything. <laughs> <laughs> we are well-trained monkeys. Uh, okay, you can start talking. I'll tell you when to stop. Okay. <laughs> uh, so there's there's uh, it looks like it's it's uh, there, there's a woman lying on the floor, and it, there's like a like a. A slash, just like completely across her torso at a diagonal angle, like, again with the evisceration and the stuff hanging out, and uh, there is the 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 inside of the room is like 
splattered with blood. Like whatever, whatever, whatever got hit. And there's a guy in there, um, and he's kind of holding her, like from behind, like trying to like put the stuff back where it was. Okay. Um. Care to make it more horrible? Because I didn't make my sanity check at all. Oh, he didn't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he meant he he he, uh, he then says, "Did anyone see that dog?" Oh, no! You can make a oh. sanity roll. <laughs> well, I I failed. Okay, how much did you fail it by? Just uh, I failed it by twenty six points. What, what? Not critical failure though. Still just in the neighborhood. Could be a shit That's film. a bad neighborhood, man. Um, okay. Well, like, as soon as I hear that, though, I think I'll probably yell back into the hallway, Everyone, get back in your rooms. There may be a loose wild animal upon the train. <laughs> oh, you're not actually seeing it. You're only hearing about it. So I, I'm, I'm just take a D6. <clears throat> okay. All right, I'll take that. That's okay. What'd you roll? I rolled two. Okay. So you have a you, you lose control for a moment, scream involuntary action, freeze, etc. Uh do I have to make a mental No. Or is that not enough? Nope. Okay. Rock on. You only have to do that if you lose five, so <clears throat> so you say, ah! Or you probably get you probably get real panicky, and as you're telling people to go back to the rooms, you probably run back to yours. Yeah, that's yeah. It's probably like a, I step inside, I see what happens. He mentions the dog, and then I jump back out the door and just run down the hallway, yelling, "Oh, everyone in your rooms! Maybe wild animal!" Yeah, which is, I'm sure it helps the situation a ton. <laughs> but then when I get back to everybody here I'm like, it is one of the dogs, the hounds Men saw attack his wife or partner or friend, I don't know was, I did it not one of the, was it one of the four? No, it didn't look like them, right? No, no, it was just some random other passenger That doesn't make any sense Unless they've been meeting Abigail in the Dreamlands, then I don't see what would have attracted a hound here. But, and if they have, then we're in deeper trouble than we thought. Sorry, apparently my dog ate a whole tub of butter. Nice. <laughs> Wouldn't you Whoops. if you were a dog? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
My wife was just like, hey, keep an ear out if you hear horrible stomach noises. Attempt to move her off of furniture. Um, so I'm sorry, rephrase, if you ask me a question there, Pooja, I'm sorry. No, I was just saying, like, if, if the bad guys are meeting Abigail in the dreamlands and time traveling, which would attack, attract a hound, they don't know why the hound would attack the random woman instead of them, seeing as that bastard's always come for us every time we've done it. It's not the same giving dagger eyes to Stu when we're not in the same room. Maybe maybe they have something that identifies them as friendly to cause of evil dog? Possibly. Though if they have a way to control them, then I would love to know what it is. They have some way of summoning and controlling them, definitely. Either way, it's even more urgent that we that we meet with Edward now, then. I go... I, I, I look like I have an idea, and I run to whoever uh, the train people is still sort of milling about, and I sort of just uh, say, uh, if there's a crowd, or if... The, if what, what does it look like back over in this situation? Or in, in which direction? Uh, to where the victims were. Uh, there's a crowd of people there. There's there's a, a porter and a couple of a couple other people. I basically am going to uh, stand behind somebody else and uh, yell. Uh, uh, yell out that I know there's a doctor in first class. I know there is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Good call. So the porter heads. Heads back. Excuses himself around. Friedman. Okay. Okay. Then he he heads back there. And then. And then I'm sort of gonna wait around here to see if he comes back with them. The porter comes back and says, "I I can't find anyone named Friedman back there." Um, I give him a description and no I don't do that like okay that didn't work I go back to the group and says I tried to lead them towards Friedman as a doctor medical doctor to see about checking out what happened but apparently he's not answering to that name are you sure it's him you saw Dimitri I I would wager uh, the appearance of dog on it. Then he does either doesn't want to get involved in any way, or could be suffering from some kind of amnesia, or maybe under the, the thrall and complete mental control of somebody. Well. I know, Doctor Friedman. I know that if he was alerted that someone was in need of medical attention or, or whose life was in danger, he would jump to save that life as part of his oath. This does not seem like him at all. We definitely need to find him. We need to find him as soon as possible. 
are the the porters that are looking at first into first class? Are they distracted by this uh, falderall? Oh, absolutely. So I'm going to try to sneak back there with a determined look. I just start walking back over to first class. Okay, all right. I'm going to go talk to my goddamn friend. Yeah, I won't even make your roll because there's a death. Okay, you get back to the the dining car's empty, uh, and then the, there's two cars behind it that were the first class um, sleeper cars, I guess. Would you call them? I guess. Yeah, those are the ones with the actual nice, like fold down seats that become beds and. Right. Right. They have curtains or they have doors. Um, in the twenties, I don't know. And I mean, now they have like a door. I'll say they had curtains. It'd be a door. It'd be a door. Okay, door. Do they got doors? So you you're you're basically there's like a car length long hallway with doors on either side. Um. Okay, I'm basically just sort of gonna get gonna open these doors and just peer my eye in, not open it all the way, just sort of take a look inside, like I'm, like I'm a porter, sort of just looking through the doors. Okay. Stealth thing. Sure. I'm awesome at that. Thirty six is not bad, but I don't. Nope, failed it. By how much? By 16. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Alright, so uh, you get about halfway down and uh, you like open up the 6th or 7th door <clears throat> and uh, you see, you, you're pretty sure you open it up and you see what you think are those four people that you saw at the train station. Uh, I'm not really looking for them. Okay. I'm looking for Dr. Friedman. Okay. Uh, so, you know, if he doesn't look like he's in there... He's not, no, it's it just got four beds and you don't see him. Yeah, anymore. I'm going to continue going. Okay. You go through the entire first car and he's not in there and there's a one, another car behind it. Okay, I go back there then. Okay. He's really intent on fighting his friend. He's terrified for his friend, and he wants to think that this is going to be okay. Okay. Um, you get to the... You, you start going through the doors, and uh, when you get to the very last one, you open it up, and... It looks like it might be him. He's asleep. He's kind of facing away from you, but it, like from behind, it kind of looks like it could be him. Oh, Doctor Friedman, are you awake? You hear snoring. I've slept in the same room with this guy a lot. Does it sound like his snoring? <laughs> um, I think that's a fair question. It is. You know what? No, it doesn't. It does not sound like his snoring. <clears throat> okay. I'm gonna. I. I. I think what Isidore would do is going. 
Dimitri must have been mistaken. I, I, I looked through all these places that I couldn't find him, and then just sort of like lulled myself into a sense of relief, and then go back to the group. Okay. <coughs> I looked in every first class cabin, and I did not see him. Could have sworn. Wow, that's a relief in a lot of ways. I don't know if I'm going to be able to sleep after this episode, knowing that one of those things might be out here. I think I know the room which our other half is. They all seem to be staying together in one. Well, that's good. Um, if we decide to plant the... Incriminating evidence? Mm. Then we know where to go. We want to try to do this before Chicago? I think it's for the best. Okay. Especially now that there's a whole much so much distraction, we'd be able to probably do that a lot better now. Agreed. Uh, so, uh, I should probably go in the night, except for the fact that they're all in the room. It's going to make it a lot more difficult. Maybe we can get into the baggage car and then slip it into their baggage? We would have to know their names. There's got to be a passenger manifest. But how would we access it? Um, I'm going to go to the conductor mm -hmm. and say that I swear that I saw a friend of mine in uh, first class who was a medical doctor. Uh, from the university we used to work at. Um, I sent someone to go search for him and they could not find him by name. I, I was just wondering if I could take a quick look at the manifest and see if I could find him. No, he holds up a clipboard and says, well, what's his name? Friedman, and I try to like sort of peer of over it and, yeah. and see if I could pick up the names of the people in that room. Okay. And he goes flipping through the list uh, and you do... Uh, let's. Oh. Would it be an education or... Probably, I'm going to guess... Yeah, probably. I guess education. Sure. My EDU is 85. And Being I a teacher, a you do learn how to read upside down. Quickly. <laughs> <laughs> when you're reviewing things. Uh, so I got a 45 out of 85. Okay. Uh, that's pretty good. Alexander Watts. Nora Black. Jack Bailey. Bernard Ryan. 
Alexander Watts, Nora Black. Well, Black. Jack Bailey. Jack Bailey. Bernard Ryan. Bernard Ryan. Yeah, I never trust a guy with two first names. And there's <laughs> no Dr. Edward Friedman on that list that you saw. It's like, oh, then I must have been mistaken. Thank you so much. So I, I quickly make sure that I jot those names in my little handy pocketbook, and I I, I rip off the pages. I got the names. They should be tagged with that. And here's the, the the suite number that they're logged in. Okay. I can go do this. Uh, shouldn't be too problem. Unless uh, you are better at uh, being sneaky, Melvin. I am not. <laughs> Melvin goes, hold on, let me check my character sheet. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking if I want to try to make Dave do it or if, I, if, if Melvin's <laughs> invested enough at this point to be the one who does it. I mean, I, I, mechanically speaking, I actually have no idea which one of us is better suited to this. But right, and I'm not, I'm not trying to put that and take that into account for his decision at this point. It's <laughs> sure. Do I trust you guys enough now at this point to do it? Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll give it a shot. I can be pretty sneaky when I need to be. I probably just jinxed it, though. <laughs> They're going to sneak into one of the, the wherever the luggage is kept. We'll say, you know, yeah. I'll make it convenient. I'll say that the, the car is in one of the, the luggage cars. Did you, you guys ship your automobile, correct? Right. Right. So it's in one of them as well. Okay. So I've got to get in, find their bags, at least one of them. Secure a bottle of nitroglycerin, put it in the... Or whatever that 100-year-old was. 180-proof moonshine. Right. All right, uh, so stealth? Yeah. Nope. 96. What is your, what's your oh, skill oh. level? My stealth is 55. I believe that's not a critical failure. That it's it would be if you were below 50. Okay. It's just a plain old failure. So one of the porters catches you. It's like, can I help Can I help you, sir? Oh, I, I just need to get something out of my car. I didn't want to wake anybody up. Oh, I'm afraid I'll have to escort you for that. Because uh, people's luggage is, you know, you understand. Personal problem. Sure. So he... Opens the door for you and to allow you in. I'll go. I'll just go to the car and um, rummage through the glove box. Okay. Oh, you're not here. Guess it must be in my bag. Thank you. No, you're very welcome. Leads back. <laughs> all, I will trudge back in defeat. So he caught you before you could plant any of the evidence. He caught me before I could even get to the car. Okay. 
I know what time it is then. It's time for Mission Impossible Dimitri. I thought my stealth was higher. <laughs> you can try climbing on the outside again? Yeah, I'm going to go out the window again. Okay. Oh no! <laughs> bum, 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 but now it's at night, bum, so it's even easier, I'm sure. Oh, I see another 90s roll. Here we go, here we go. Big lucky. Before he goes, I'll make sure he knows how to get into the compartment where the booze is. Okay, all right. Did he just roll a one? I rolled a three. Jesus. Wow. Okay. Seriously? I've been rolling different dice every time, too. You are a ninja. I'm I'm on fire at everything tonight except staying sane. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Okay. Sounds about Cthulhu. <laughs> so you get into the you get into the luggage car. You find the secret compartment where he keeps his private stash. Yeah, I'll I'll take like a bunch. There's probably twelve. What we say it was a case, which would be like maybe twelve bottles. <clears throat> yeah, probably fifth. So I'll probably take it's like twelve quart jars. Quart jars, okay. Like yeah, two jars bottles per person. Like, that's enough to get you in trouble, right? Any is enough to get you in trouble. Yeah. Okay. Well, but I want to make it look like they're purposely trying to... Traffic. Yes, not... Oh, probably want to take it medicinal. All, all right. Yeah, probably want to take it all, just because if yes. they find that, then they're going to want to search everything in there, maybe? Yeah, that's a good idea. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's a very good idea. So I will totally do that. Okay. All right. So you distribute amongst the, their four bags. You give them each three bottles of, or three jars of of uh, 180 proof moonshine. Do I see anything strange in their bags while I'm at it? Oh, that's a good question. Nice. <laughs> One of us. I was going to say, is there any money in there? <laughs> <laughs> we got to pay for this. Getting. We got to pay to get this car home. Yeah. For real. <laughs> I mean, because you've established that these are bad people, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a book. And I wouldn't be above taking their uh, cash. There's a book. There's a book? I'll take a book. Okay. Is it called The King in Yellow? Does, yeah, that's the first book. Does it look like the book that we've seen many times? Uh, From the outside? No. Okay. The chances are I can't read it. So That's I'm fine. I totes can and love me some books. Because <laughs> apparently I also hate me some sanity. So I'll I'll snag the book. Okay. And then tidy everything up so it looks unmessed with. Uh, and then do I should I make another roll to get back or Yes, please. Okay. Oh oh, oh what you should do is actually uh, within one of the bags, break one of the jars so the alcohol slips out so somebody notices it. Well, do we want or to do that? burn down the train. <laughs> uh, just an idea, but never mind. No, I probably... I mean, we probably didn't think about that before I left. So, That's good. I mean, we can always be like, hey, I heard that guy's bag clinking. Someone should really check. <laughs> <laughs> I 
because our anonymous tips have gone so well so far. Yeah. Well, we well, don't even know how badly they've gone so far. <laughs> all right, so let's let's see if I just well, they're not the all in FBI custody, so obviously they went terribly poorly. The good news is, by this point, we are probably in like Eastern Pennsylvania. So if I fall off the train, there's a fair shot. It's a farm. <laughs> it's not falling off the train into a building or uh, the Grand Canyon. So. No, okay, I'm good. I'm good. I got a 43. Okay. It's fine. I made it. All right. So you head back. Yeah, yeah. And I'll bring that book back and I'll be like, I I found in the luggage a, a new looking book. Something I do not know uh, what it contains, but most of the time books for these people are dangerous. Absolutely true. I'm just gonna. I, I want to take the book and see what it is. Okay, uh, it's got a. It's it's old. It looks more like a like a folio. Uh, but it's kind of smallish. It's maybe like about six or seven inches wide and, and maybe like ten inches tall. And uh, the as soon as you open it up, you're it's like uh, it might be this might be Greek. Do you speak Greek? You have Greek? I do. Okay. I guess like oh, it looks like Greek. Is it modern Greek? You knew. Oh, okay, good, because that's like my specialization. Uh, I have... Do you want me to roll on that? Sure. I got a 16 out of 31. Okay, give me one second. The title of the book is um, "Song to Settle the Warrior." Hmm. That's like about maybe about eight or ten pages. And this thing looks really old. Like it should be in a museum, and you should be using cotton gloves to handle it. That kind of thing. It looks. It should scary. be in a museum. <laughs> well, actually, I'm turning the page, pages with a pair of tweezers out of my kit. Okay. <laughs> uh, and I start working on a translation to see what it's about. Okay. Yeah, that that will take you some time. Yeah. No problem. Okay. Then. Would be cool, okay if we end it right there for now. 
Onyx Steps Fallout does know what this book is. <laughs> well, see, I, ro- I rolled a one. When he's like, is there anything else in here? I'm like, okay, it's got to be something good. But I don't know what it is yet. <laughs> <laughs> but I know it's going to be really good. <laughs> but I have to figure Fine. out what that's going right. to be. <laughs> I mean, I kind of have an idea what it is, but I don't have a 100% of an idea. I'm sorry that I made you cop to not having <laughs> 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 a really great thing. Like, broken the illusion. Way to pull back the curtain. <laughs> I'm just not in a patient frame of mind ever again. Maybe never. Especially, again. especially because it might be two and a half months before we get to play again. No, 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 what's in that book? No, I, my doctor's got me on three different diabetes medications now, so my blood sugar. Is, in fact, now I'm having trouble keeping my blood sugar up, which is fantastic. Yeah, That's but it's like a dial-in thing where you have to play with the dosages and no. the drugs so much before you get. And the thing is, as you. As you progress with the thing, is everything changes as you go. Oh yeah, so. yeah. I, I can only last on one medication for about a year, and then it stops working, basically. All right, um, I'm going to go ahead and play the thing out then. Is it? Okay. We'll see. Bye, you everybody. In two uh, weeks. And two remember weeks. that um, Glittering Night, our Vampire Five E game, is on hiatus until January. Yes. Uh huh. And we'll see you in two weeks. Bye for now.